Hey guys, this is Janine Stickney here with Simply Yes Marketing. I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm starting this podcast and uh, I wanted to use it to help support other entrepreneurs in the area. Or not necessarily in the area, but anywhere. And I've been a digital marketer and consultant or coach for businesses of all shapes and sizes for over 15 years. I love helping others stand out to be successful in whatever it really, you know, whatever it is that really draws their passion. Watching others succeed is, uh, it's rewarding for me because when you win, I feel like I win. And uh, when I can be part of that journey with you, it really, I don't know, it's very rewarding for me. So that's what I love to do. And I discovered my passion for helping others to feel something as far back as elementary school. I love to write stories to help evoke emotions in others. In high school, I wrote for the school newspaper and became editor-in-chief. I just loved storytelling and the visual design of the paper layout. Um, It really, I don't know, it just kind of fulfilled me. So I went to college on a scholarship for journalism and joined the newspaper as a featured column writer. And by my sophomore year, they had offered me the editor-in-chief position. I ended up not taking it. Uh, but I'll tell I'll get into that in a little bit here. So clearly my passion was for writing and telling stories and I wanted to figure out a career that somehow allowed me to do that. But as I thought about doing journalism after college, I wasn't so sure I could do it. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty strong empath. The emotions of others affect me a lot. So the industry I was told, you know, going through college that it was pretty tough and you have to really want to be in it because you got to start at the bottom and you could be there for a while before you work your way up the ladder and that everybody who goes into journalism, they start at the bottom. So if I wanted to do that, I felt like worst case scenario, what if they had me, you know, working on interviewing people? It's like, hi, you just lost everything in the fire. Why don't you tell me about it? Maybe that wasn't a realistic example, but maybe it was. I didn't know. All I knew was that at the time, they were telling us that, you know, our professors were telling us that journalism was a long, hard journey. You had to deal with a lot of criticism and setbacks and being at the bottom of the food chain. I just wasn't sure that I could do that, nor was I sure I wanted to. Did I really want journalism that badly? So, uh, you know, I was offered that position with the newspaper and I decided I just don't think this is the direction I want to go and you were required to be a journalism major in order to take that position. My friends, I mean I wanted to write. There was just there had to be some other way and I and I talked to my friends about it who for whatever reason they all have to be computer science degrees or majors and they convinced me that I should switch majors and go into computer science. And at first I'm going, I can't do that. I, 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 I'm horrible at math. And they convinced me, you don't have to be a math whiz to do computer science. You can go into computer science and not be a hardcore programmer, but still do the online web programming. Not, you know, like soft, I didn't have to learn how to write software necessarily. I just had to learn how to write websites, which were a little bit easier. They weren't all based on object oriented languages, which are harder. That's kind of getting into the mumbo jumbo of, of details that you probably don't care about. But anyway, <clears throat> so I switched and I went into computer science with a emphasis on marketing and web. Well, web and networking, actually. 
and I liked it. And it's kind of, I think this is this point where it really sparked that entrepreneurial bug in me. <laughs> kind of planted that seed. Because I just, I discovered that with web design, not only could I build websites, which was the creative part of me, I could lay, the, lay out pages and make them look however I thought they should look. I could also write anything I wanted to. I could write the content and build, you know, pick the theme, pick the style, pick the type of writing, pick the topics. I didn't have to have somebody else tell me what to write. This was like a wide open canvas for me. And I loved it. But, you know, as students, you go through college with the plan that you will graduate and get a fantastic high paying job, especially when you're in computer science. That's just kind of like the ex expectation. So I did. I straight out of college, I landed a nice high paying job as a sole webmaster for a large corporation. I even managed to snag myself a nice cushy window office right between the marketing manager, which was my boss, and the marketing director, which was my boss's boss. And things were great. And I built online software tools. Well, they were online kind of software, but they were, they were online tools that our sales team used to sell our products better to, you know, it, it was built so they could share the story of our company with customers and to help build that vision with the customers with a consistent corporate message. So that's what the tools were designed to do. And through this, they let me hire an intern to help with the programming of the tools, which was awesome. And just keeping the website up to date was kind of a full-time job. So I, I really didn't have time to do the programming of both things. And it wasn't my strong suit. So this company listened to me and said, yeah, you can get help for this. So I hired an intern. I got really good experience managing an employee, running meetings, creating presentations, running all-day training sessions. And I wasn't even, I mean, this is, this is within three years of college. So speaking in front of others wasn't hard for me. It was actually fun. I liked doing it. And I liked teaching people the things that I knew. I liked talking about the things, you know, the things that made them feel passionate. It was fun for me to share those types of things with people and to watch their excitement and to feel their emotions. Because I, like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty strong empath, so I can feel the emotion of a room. So I was doing what I thought I was meant to do, and I had a career path in a company that was growing. Um, I, it was the perfect spot. And then I got pregnant with my first child. I was married. Uh, my, my husband actually worked at the same company, but as a developer in a different building. So um, anyway, I, I got pregnant, and I was tired all the time because I had already been diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome back in high school. And just getting through day-to-day -day stuff, you know, a regular full-time job was a little bit of a challenge to me. So you add being pregnant on top of that. And I was lucky if I could last four hours a day with, and that's the time from waking up to the time from I just collapse. I was tired. So after about eight months of just trying to get through and the company was very, you know, they understood and they were trying to be very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'm not sure, but they were, they were helpful and, you know, they did everything they could to help me through the situation. But after eight months, I, I just, I think I just, I had had too much and I decided, you know what, I'm going to quit because I can't do this anymore. Um, maybe the emotions of being pregnant got to me, but either way I quit. And my husband <clears throat> at the time went on to 
continued supporting both of us, and I was going to try the, the stay-at-home mom thing for a while. That didn't work, though. It didn't last very long, and I, it was boring. <laughs> it was boring. I didn't get to work with people anymore. I didn't... It just... I, I didn't have a challenge for my brain. I wasn't didn't feel like I was growing so I just I couldn't handle it and one by one connections I'd made from the corporate world for whatever reason they you know they moved on to different positions at different companies and as they did they reached out to me and asked me to help them as a contractor or a freelancer doing different projects for the companies that they now worked for and I'm like, of course I, I you know I jumped at the opportunity I'm like heck yeah I'll do something sure anything to use my brain so I I jumped on board. I started taking on projects from these other people that just kept coming to me. I wasn't marketing. I wasn't, you know, telling people, hey, if you need something, let me know. It was just, they just kept coming to me. I'm like, okay, I'll take this as a, as a good sign that I should be moving forward towards this. So not long after, <laughs> I, I built my own business because I knew that this was exactly what I wanted to be doing. And I knew that I had the tools and the experience to make it work. So if people were already finding me, you know, just because they knew they liked working with me and they knew that I did a good job and I got the work done, if people that knew me saw that kind of potential in me, then there has to be someone that I can share that with other people, that there would be other people that I could help as well. So in about 2003, I believe it was, I launched my, my first business and I worked with a variety of other businesses doing website design and development for them. My whole vision was to build sites that would be an actual asset to their business versus a liability versus just a, an expense. So I wanted to help them generate leads and bring in an actual ROI. It worked pretty well and companies you know, saw results from the stuff I was doing and I was able to grow the business to a four-person business. It was, uh, I was designing and doing marketing. Another person was doing flash development, which at the time was pretty big. And I had a developer and I had somebody else working on sales. And uh, it, it went along pretty well. But at some point in there, I ended up um, doing too much of the work. I didn't have enough time anymore to do the marketing that I was supposed to be doing for my own company. I was working too hard, too many hours doing what I needed to do for other companies. What I should have probably done at that point is tried to outsource more, but it was really hard to find the talent that I needed that could do what I did at the, the, the quality that I expected, the quality that I demanded, really. It was hard to find that kind of talent because I had a rare talent. I was creative and I could develop. So I was doing both sides. I was, I was writing content. I was doing the marketing. I was developing their sites. And it was hard to find somebody that was very similar with that mindset. And so as you can probably imagine, I, you know, things just kind of started falling apart and I couldn't afford to bring on somebody else at that time. I, 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 with me doing too much of the work, I wasn't bringing in enough business. I wasn't marketing enough stuff. And I lacked the funds to really support another person. So things kept getting smaller and I was forced to go back to the corporate world. I didn't have enough projects coming in. I had to let go of people. It just kind of all backfired and fell apart. 
I did stuff on the side still, even though I went back to the corporate world. I still did. I kept the business and I did stuff on the side, but it just it never brought in the same amount of income that it had been bringing in. So at the same time, I also was going through a divorce. I lost my house. And again, I couldn't afford the mortgage, but my my ex could. So we both decided it was best for him to keep it. And I had to start over. I was in the corporate world on and off for about five years, but it just wasn't quite the same. And I, I hated working on only the things that other people wanted me to work on. It was boring. I was good at it. I was very good at it. I was great at managing projects and doing all of these multitasking and filling in a role and just being everything that they needed me to be and kind of being that person that could find the gap and fill it. But I still felt like I was in a box because no matter how hard I worked, it just never seemed like enough. And they kept asking more of me. I'm like, I don't have anything more to give. And it's not enough for me because I needed variety. I, I needed something to aspire to. There was no ladder to climb. I was just it. I was a one-man team or one-person team. And the, the business I worked for didn't, didn't support the idea of hiring more to help do what I do. They just weren't in a position to hire more. So I was putting in 60 hours a week pretty regularly. I had my daughter 50% of the week, so staying late until 9 or 10 p.m. on the nights when I didn't have her was pretty easy. And I had no one waiting at home for me, so I could put in all that time. But I hated it. I mean, I got fulfillment out of it and the fact that I was still doing the, the stuff that I loved. It just wasn't the same as doing it for other people who had that kind of passion, who really cared about the stuff that I was helping them through or really cared about the stuff that we were doing together. And so the late hours didn't help with the money either since I was salaried. I knew I didn't want to be a workaholic for the rest of my life. I had to be, there, there had to be a better way. There had to be something else that I could do and still make money while also helping others succeed. I could work at night on my own business maybe and but the corporate job really seemed like I was you know behind in all my work there so trying to find time to put in extra work on my own stuff at night it just seemed impossible and how could I find the time to do that again uh, as a single mom I still I just I felt like I was behind I felt like I couldn't ever get ahead far enough to be working on my own business again and really kind of making a push for that and it was it was difficult. It was a very difficult time, and it, it took a few years before, I mean, I ended up uh, getting remarried, and that kind of opened up a door because he also was a, you know, computer science degree major and had a job in the technical field, which, well, it's true, they, they pay pretty well. So, and, and he really wanted me to do what I love doing, liked the idea of me going back and doing my own business stuff again, as long as we could still make ends meet. He was all on board and he still is. He loves watching me do this stuff and being passionate and being happy and having that level of excitement when I go to work. So fast forward a bit, um, having that second income allowed me to kind of step back from doing so much work in the corporate world. I still did for a little while, but I eventually was able to reopen up my business. And I didn't really do it as a business business this time. I just did it as a freelancer, but I was able to stop working the late nights 
and I started devouring everything I could online about marketing and what the current best practices were. I learned every technique I possibly could find and tried them all. I was determined to be my own boss and to someday figure the things out. I still had, you know, like I said, I still had that corporate job during the day, but my evenings were mine and I began to fill my brain with whatever I could get my hands on. I landed some projects and was able to quit my job again. It was great. I was making as much as I had been in my corporate job, or sorry, I, <laughs> let me say, I wasn't actually making as much, but the enjoyment I got out of it was so much more. So I felt like I was making, you know, as much or more than what I had in the corporate job. It didn't help, you know, the bottom line more. <laughs> it still made things a little bit tough, but I was happy and I enjoyed what I was doing and I knew where I was meant to be. I was passionate again. So for the last two or three years now, I've been working full-time as a freelance digital marketer and consultant to small businesses uh, applying everything that I've learned. I love helping entrepreneurs, and I truly mean that. The the small businesses the most be, it's so rewarding to work with people in that smaller setting because they are often the ones that are struggling the most too. And by sharing these ideas and techniques and methods with them, you can see the most growth and it's, it's an awesome thing to be part of. I still spend my spare time devouring business books and marketing books, learning all the latest tricks and you know anything I can do to help myself and others to be successful online. I have two websites right now dedicated to this work. One is called Simply Yes Marketing and where I market my consulting services. And um, the other is onlinesuccessforless.com where I share all the techniques that I've learned along the way, helping other entrepreneurs be successful without, you know, it's really hard as a startup to find the funds for things that you know you have to have. So what I enjoy doing is finding ways around barriers finding ways around financial barriers in particular, finding ways to do things without having to dish out tons of money to do them. So I might eventually combine the two sites because it takes a lot of time to maintain both of them, but that's where I am for now. So I have the two websites and that's kind of my backstory. I'm a forever entrepreneur, coach, writer, digital marketer, programmer, you know, (laughs) a lot of other things. But the one thing that's consistent is my passion for sharing what I learn with others so that others can succeed as well. And uh, maybe even someday I'll be able to work with some of you. So thanks for listening. And remember that no barrier is too big. You can succeed. Just keep moving forward one step at a time. And any action is better than none. (music) 